Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. It's Thursday, January 16th. Thomas Miller here at the helm, welcoming you back for another episode of Red and Blue. And we are not talking about politics in the United States. <laughs> we are talking about aspects on my astrological chart. How many are red, meaning hard, versus how many are blue, meaning easy. Well, today it's about, I haven't counted them exactly, but it's about a seven to three ratio, red over blue. So before we talk about the aspects, let's talk about some planetary movements because we have two that are significant. The moon has moved into Libra and today at 125 Eastern time, Mercury moves into Aquarius. So see, since Sunday's conjunction, we already have three things that have changed signs. The moon has moved through Virgo into Libra. Venus has moved from Aquarius into Pisces. And now today, Mercury moves from a Capricorn into Aquarius. Oh, get all those straight. Moving backwards, right? Venus is in Pisces. Mercury moves into Aquarius, 1.25 p.m. Eastern. Now, just to put it on our radars, the sun will move into Aquarius Monday morning, the 20th, this coming Monday morning. So obviously, this is shifting some energy. So subtly, see if you can tune into this. For Venus being in Pisces, it should make love, romance, and also our intuition all really heightened. Venus is very happy in Pisces. Neptune is right in the middle of Pisces. And, you know, this is significant, too, because we've been talking about these long game transits, right? Pluto takes 248 years to go around the chart. So it won't be into Capricorn again for another 230 years because it's already been in there almost 20. Well, Neptune takes 164 years to go around the sun. It puts it in a sign for about 13 or 14 years per sign. So again, if we use history as our guide, the last time that Neptune was in Pisces was from the years 1847 to 1862. And I'm going to credit and thank Stephen Forrest on forestastrology.com on his blog for these dates and things that happened. But during that period, those were uh, that was when the Communist Manifesto was released by Karl Marx. It also, obviously, is when the Civil War began in 1861, lasting until 1865. In 1859, Darwin published The Origin of the Species. And a few years before that, in 1854, is when Henry David Throw published Life in the Woods, or Walden, which, as I'm just looking at some notes on that real quickly, talks about acquiring the four necessities of life. And then once acquired, really, that book became one of the one of the early foundational books of what has become today's self-help movement, because he says once you've acquired the basic necessities, focus on personal growth, focus on spiritual growth. Now, what's kind of interesting about the first, oh, year and a quarter when Neptune first moved into Pisces, guess who was in the neighborhood? Uncle Saturn. Now, by the time the Civil War began in the United States, Neptune was pretty much out of Pisces, but boy, when it fired off into a, to a Aries, boom, all of a sudden we have a war. So while we have this Saturn-Pluto thing going on, all this transformational energy, we also have Neptune over there in Pisces rebuilding and restructuring and enhancing our spiritual attunement. 
one of the things that just thrills me are the millennials are catching on to astrology, and you're seeing all these articles. It was on the Today Show just the other day. It was a weekend Today Show, but still, the Today Show was acknowledging the surgence, or not resurgence, the surgence of astrology among the millennials. Neptune in Pisces. My own journey of just kind of going with the flow and Majana injures her back, has to have surgery, is out of commission for an extended period of time. And I'm taking care of her and looking at astrology and I see Neptune in Pisces and just so many arrows pointed in my own life to do something with astrology. And here we are and it's continuing to grow. So that's something that we will continue to talk about. Now, Mercury being in uh, Aquarius, if you feel a little bit frisky with your language, <laughs> if you feel like you're just going to say whatever the heck you feel without thinking about it, don't. That would be a bad idea. And in February, we're going to have a Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. So this one's going to be with us for a while as well. Now, let's talk about those transits real quick. The moon is now square to Jupiter and the south node. And depending if you believe in wide aspects or narrow aspects, it could be widely aspected to Pluto. And even if you wanted to throw Saturn in there, I think the moon or the sun is a little bit of a stretch. So the moon being a trigger, we could have some Saturn-Pluto type stuff triggering. And remember, this is shaking the foundations of everything. So that could be in play for today. Also, the, something we mentioned a couple of days ago, it still stays in place that Mars is in a semi-square to the stellium. Now Uranus has thrown a nice square straight to Saturn-Pluto's sun, and Mars is square Venus. Now you guys know, and I, I say this on here all the time, so if you are a new listener, please do not think that this is the mantra of this podcast. It is not. But I, and I love to look at the positive side. But there is a lot of tense potential energy in this chart. This would be the kind of a chart that things could be said or done that one might regret. Some of it could be maybe the moon's square with Jupiter and the others that we mentioned might not hold you back like it would. Maybe that Mars-Jupiter throws a little hook into something. Maybe that Uranus square pulls something out of the closet that you just hadn't even thought of for decades, or some whole new brand way, brand new way that you never would have thought of to shake the foundation. Maybe something like that shows up over the next couple of days. So I, my, you know, my, my thought and hope and prayer is that navigating this with you on this rather short perspective of the moon's movement is helping you at least know where the little potential frequencies exist. And then you can surf them. You can put your caution up in, in areas where it's needed. And you can lean into and surf the waves of those areas where there's one to catch. All right? So Saturday looks beautiful. Saturday looks really beautiful. Let's just hang on today and tomorrow and be observers more than reactors, okay? Thursday and Friday, observation days. Saturday, you can mash the gas, all right? Let's do that together. And I will see you tomorrow for TGI Friday. Have a good one.